Christ Church, New Malden, Sunday the 24th of December 2023, Midnight Communion Service. Nathan Larkin speaking on Why are the shepherds in the Christmas story? Do you know, I, I think there's something really enchanting about the stillness of this midnight hour, isn't there? The world quietens down, and in the hush of the night, we gather to celebrate a timeless story that has echoed through the ages and changed the course of human history. The story of a king unlike any other. The story of the birth of our saviour, Jesus. And while, of course, tonight is all about Jesus, our focus for the next few minutes is going to be on a group of individuals often overlooked in the grand narrative of the Christmas story, the shepherds. These shepherds became the unexpected messengers of the good news. And tonight, I want us to reflect on how their inclusion in the Christmas story reveals more than we might think about the kind of surprising king that we find in Jesus. Now, it was a night perhaps something like this. Clear, still, serene. Some shepherds were out in the fields near Bethlehem, we're told, and they're keeping watch over their flocks. Nothing unusual to report. But something world-changing was about to happen in Bethlehem, just around the corner, and almost nobody knew. Picture these quiet hillsides outside Bethlehem, bathed in the soft glow of starlight. And imagine the shepherds. Just ordinary people engaged in their humble work, when suddenly they were confronted by the extraordinary presence of an angel. Blinding lights shining with the glory of God. Of course they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The angel continued, that the Messiah, a new king, the son of God, was about to be born not far from where they stood. This would be the dawning of a new hope for all of mankind. People needed to hear about this. But how to get the message out? Who would be worthy recipients of this incredible message? And who could possibly be given the responsibility of sharing it with others? These shepherds? Really? Why would God choose them? Now, we recently had a visit from a king to little old New Malden, something that doesn't happen every day. But even without much notice, they still managed to close the schools early, people lined the streets to greet him, and they rolled out the red carpet for his visit. It's actually my daughter standing up on a lamppost just to get a tiny little glimpse. But there was no avoiding the buzz about town. There was no doubting how important this person who was arriving was and the significance of their visit. Everyone who was there found it amazing that a king had arrived. But God was sending a very different kind of king in Jesus. For most people, there would be no fanfare. There was no public holiday announced. 
there wasn't even any room for him to be born at his parents' preferred location. But that suited God just fine, because that is who Jesus was going to be. These shepherds receiving the good news, they were not the high and mighty of society. They were ordinary people, chosen by God to play a crucial role in the unfolding drama of redemption. And if we look a little closer at them, we'll discover that they would not have been anyone's first choice. Now, we can easily misinterpret the shepherds of Christmas. Uh, you know, I think we've got this image of gentle folk singing sweet songs by a campfire. But in fact, shepherding was a despised occupation. In the first century, shepherds were generally scorned as suspicious, dishonest people who grazed their flocks on other people's lands and just couldn't be trusted. They weren't the pleasant hallmark faces that we're used to seeing on our Christmas cards at this time of year. They were considered outcasts, labeled people of the dirt. Maybe in modern terms, it's something like scumbags. It's not pleasant. They were judged, shunned, and marginalized. Yet it's no accident that God chose these social misfits and religious outcasts to announce the birth of his son. We could be forgiven for expecting the angels to proclaim this momentous occasion in a grand manner. We might expect them to do something widescreen and high definition, shouting from the mountaintops and parading in the streets of Jerusalem, shouting, wake up and hear this. Maybe the angels could have gone to the temple to tell the religious leaders what God was doing. They could have gone to the governor and let him know that something awesome was happening in Bethlehem. They could have gone to Herod. After all, he was the current king of Judea. They could have told him that God was doing a great new thing and that the king of kings had been born. But God's plan, as it so often does, unfolds in a way that defies human expectations. The angels deliver their glorious announcement to a group of shepherds, men regarded as ordinary and unworthy by society's standards. Now, this unconventional choice should prompt us to pause and take notice. This surprising selection should lead us to consider the very heart of God and the meaning behind the birth of Jesus. That God chose shepherds challenges many of our assumptions about who is deserving of God's love and grace. And it reminds us that Jesus came for people like us and them for the ordinary, the outcast, the overlooked. And it's not just at Jesus' birth that we can see these values being pointed to. The inclusion of the outcast echoes the whole way throughout Jesus' life, throughout Luke's gospel, emphasizing that God's redemption is for those on the margins, those who are poor, vulnerable, and seemingly of no value to the world. When the birth of Jesus is announced to shepherds, it sets a tone for a message that transcends societal norms and declares that God's love is available to all. To all, especially all, who recognize their need for it. The shepherd's journey from the fields to the manger indicates the inclusive nature of the gospel, a message of hope that embraces everyone. Now, we live in a world that is still full of division, judgment, and assumptions. So who are the shepherds among us 
who may not fit our conventional standards of respectability. People today are still looked down upon and treated differently for so many different reasons. Perhaps where they were born, what language they speak, whether they work, whether they don't work, or what job they do. People make assumptions based on the colors of other skin, how they choose to dress, the state of their mental health. People become marginalized here for all sorts of reasons. But we are called to see through those things and to value everyone. Just as the angels chose to reveal the birth of Jesus to the outcasts, we are called to see the worth in everyone, in those who society may overlook. Because the love of God extends to those who, for one reason or another, have failed to live up to society's expectations. Jesus himself declared that he had come not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. God's love knows no boundaries. We don't have to reach a certain standard of holiness before God, before he loves us. He loves us as we are. And it was to these humble keepers of sheep that the heavenly host appeared with the grand announcement of the Savior's birth. It's so important for us to grasp the significance of God's choice. Why? Because in the shepherds, God found representatives of the very people Jesus came to save. Ordinary, everyday individuals like you and me. But the shepherds' status in society wasn't the only thing that was significant about their inclusion in the Christmas story. I think it's really interesting to think about what they were doing as well. God, in his infinite wisdom, chose to meet humanity in the midst of everyday routines. They were doing their jobs. There was nothing else noteworthy about that evening. When the angels came to the shepherds, they were doing what they did every day and every night. They were going through the routines of life, living their ordinary lives. And isn't that what the birth of Jesus is all about? It's about God meeting us, not on high and holy days, but on ordinary days, in ordinary places, in an extraordinary way. The birth of this child is about God coming to us in our everyday lives and saying to us, don't be afraid, because look, I come to bring you good news. It's about God meeting us in our pain and in our loneliness. It's about God meeting us in our frustration and our anger. It's about God meeting us on a Monday and a Wednesday and a Friday and wanting to be a part of our lives every day. And just as the angels announced the Savior's birth to the shepherds, going about their daily tasks, God wants to meet us in the midst of our ordinary days proclaiming good news and offering us hope. So tonight, let's remember that we serve a king who understands our struggles, walks with us in our mundane moments, and invites us to find significance in the ordinary. And in a world that often only elevates the extraordinary, Jesus, our king, celebrates the beauty of normalcy and the simplicity of genuine faith.
Now, as we heard read, the shepherd's first reaction was understandably one of fear. They were terrified, we're told. They knew their position in society, and they thought they knew how God viewed people like them as well. They were probably scared that the angel was there to bring God's wrath and judgment on them. But they were wrong to be frightened. To allay their fears, the angel said, don't be afraid. I have good news of great joy. Today, a savior is born for people like you. And with that, the heavens opened with glorious music, angels everywhere, as far as the eye could see. The heavenly chorus praised God and said, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth. In the midst of an ordinary night, ordinary shepherds encountered an extraordinary God. The shepherds must have been surprised that God broke into their ordinary lives. And for us, sometimes it comes as a surprise that God is interested in us. God sometimes breaks into our lives when we least expect it too. And as the angels sing praises to God, the shepherd's initial fear soon melts away and turns to awe and wonder. And after this powerful display of praise, the shepherds, of course, they just had to see for themselves. So they ran off to Bethlehem to experience what the angels had told them. And there, just as the angels had promised, they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. The shepherd's response, I think, can teach us a valuable lesson as well. They didn't merely receive the news. They actively went to Bethlehem, investigated, and then upon finding Jesus, praised God for what they had witnessed. Their initial fear was understandable, but they found a way to move beyond it. I don't know about you, but do you ever get stuck at the scared part? I know I do. And yet, think what was waiting on the other side when the shepherds went to explore. Like the shepherds, God invites us to move from fear to faith, from doubt to belief. He wants us to trust that he has good things in store for us. God is still encouraging us to go and look for him in our own lives to encounter the wonder of his love for us and to respond with gratitude and praise. We all need God's love, but our circumstances can blind us to the need. The shepherds, however, were acutely aware of their need and they responded with faith, anticipation and a willingness to act. So this Christmas, let's be like the shepherds in consciously recognizing our need for God's love. And may we respond with faith, eagerly seeking and embracing the profound love that's freely offered to us in the gift of Jesus. Eventually, the whole world would celebrate the coming of this child. But for now, it was only the shepherds who knew what happened in Bethlehem. And having witnessed what they had, They became the first missionaries of the gospel. Their excitement and their awe drive them to share the message with others, breaking through social barriers and cultural norms. These unpopular shepherds become heralds themselves of the extraordinary event that has taken place in Bethlehem. 
One of the charges that was later made against the early church was that these men have turned the world upside down. And when the shepherds had seen Jesus, their world was turned upside down. They spread the word everywhere about this child and everyone who heard it was amazed at what they said. So tonight, let us reflect on the shepherd's journey from outsiders to insiders, from the ordinary to the extraordinary, and from fear to faith. Their encounter that night with the divine changed their lives, and they in turn changed the lives of those who heard their message. This Christmas, let us embrace the truth that Jesus came as a different kind of king, a king for normal people and a king for everyone. May we, like the shepherds, be willing to respond to God's call to look and seek the Saviour and to share the good news with a world that is so in need of hope. And as we leave this place tonight, may the message of the shepherds linger in our hearts that the King of Kings, born in Bethlehem, extends his arms to embrace each one of us. May we, like the shepherds, share the good news that Christ's kingdom is for everyone, breaking down barriers and breaking down walls that divide and welcoming all into the warmth of his eternal love. In a few moments' time, we're going to come together to share communion. And as we do, I want us to remember that the birth of Jesus, that we're going to look and celebrate in the morning, and we're going to have all sorts of fun. But it's not just a historical event or a reason to party. It's a personal invitation to encounter the living Christ. And let's reflect on the profound truth revealed by the shepherds, that our Savior, laid in a humble manger, invites us to partake in a kingdom with the least the last and the lost find acceptance and grace. And in the breaking of bread and in the sharing of wine, may we be reminded of the inclusivity of Jesus' love because his blood was shed for everyone, his body broken for you and for me. It's only in him that we can find true equality and acceptance. So may this communion be a sacred moment a tangible reminder that the unexpected king invites us all to his table, regardless of our status, achievements, or past mistakes. And let's come just as we are to receive the grace that flows from the manger to the cross. May we, like the shepherds, respond with joy, humility, and awe as we recognize the profound truth that God has come near to us in Jesus.